Welcome to The Why, an inside guide to student growth, academic success, and why it all matters. Today's topic is finding balance during quarantine. Here are your hosts, high school educators, advisors, and coaches, Tani Marie and Jessica Lynn. In this episode of The Why, we will be talking about the shift in education during this current pandemic and the dynamics of finding or creating balance during quarantine. Here are some questions to ask yourself and your children. Firstly, is it important to have a routine? Why? And how do we stay motivated? Let's explore the psychology behind, the uncertainty of, and the intricacies of present shifts in education. Do routines protect and help children feel safe? All right, so this morning we are going to be talking about finding balance through routine, especially in the climate of this crazy teleworking COVID pandemic atmosphere that we are in today. So Tawny and I have just been discussing the importance of kind of establishing routine and finding balance in that routine, especially for our learners in the high school environment. Yes, especially right now, it is so essential. It's so pivotal to address ways to find balance, to embrace routines, to help us to assist in our mental health, not just right now during quarantine, but honestly, at all times. How, are, how do you go about your day, Jessica? Do you have a routine? Yeah, I do. I think that in the beginning weeks of this new transition, I did not have a routine and I didn't see the importance of a routine, but as the weeks have progressed, like many of you, I feel like we are learning and one of the things that I learned was that I really need to have a routine in order to be happy, but also to be efficient and kind of have a new sense of normal for myself. And a lot of that was geared to towards finding what motivated me to be successful in my day-to-day life. Definitely. I think we've all struggled in the beginning, the first few weeks at least, to figure out how do we attack our day and how do we stay motivated and how do we still stay curious and passionate and excited to embrace the day. And I feel that this may be the new norm for a while or just this is the new norm. So I think we need to all figure out now and immediately how do we create that balance. And I know I'm today in today's topic, I'm going to be addressing it from a coach point of view, a teacher point of view, and a mother point of view. Yeah. And I think the different perspectives that we're going to be bringing into this episode really diversify how to go about thinking about your routine. Um, I'll be taking the psychology perspective and just the tech savvy perspective today but mostly the psychology. So I think it's important to first to start talking about the psychology behind motivation. And then maybe Tony, you can give us some examples of that. Sounds great. Of that. So when we're talking about motivation from the psychology point of view, we have to look at what motivates us. Is it something internal or external? So intrinsic would be that internal motivation. So are you sitting at your computer doing those tasks because you want to feel good about completing those? You like checking those boxes off of your to-do list or is it more external? So are you doing this task so that you can have that one hour of watching your favorite show after you've completed your homework or your assigned workload? So it's really important to figure out which of those two you are because that is a key to success. And I think it's important to note that you can have both. You can be intrinsically and extrinsically motivated, and Mm -hmm. not one of those is any 
is any better than the other, but we, because we all do things intrinsically and extrinsically, and especially right now, as everything, our lives are just completely unraveled, right? And so it's just, it's really important to see that, um, kind of find the beauty in every day and know that we just can't control everything in our lives right now. So we need to find a kind of some sense of control. And often that means start your day with a plan and a way to attack the day and go for it and, and not just get through it, but also to embrace it and find happiness in it. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, you can be both. And it's all about finding this, this balance. Like we stated at the beginning of this, it's finding balance in your routine. And that comes from this idea of kind of erasing the uncertainty and finding your your niche and whether that's a balance between internal and external motivation or you just feeling confident about other things in your life what are some other ideas as far as establishing this routine finding motivation well as an educator we have we we understand that students need to have an extrinsic motivator to complete their tasks i mean think about it. we've been doing that since since the beginning of time working mm -hmm. with students right like you have to here's a sticker we're mm -hmm. proud of you or here here's a clap or here's here's a little candy you have to reward them so they they kind of feel a sense of connection they feel a sense of uh, importance placed upon whatever it is and then and then ideally and correct me if i'm wrong you're a teacher too for many years they'll end up doing it intrinsically. It just becomes part of their culture and part of the school culture. So I think right now we're all trying to address that again. It's almost as if we're starting from scratch to figure out how do we reward ourselves? Because I struggle. I'm a mother and I'm a, I'm a teacher too. And I'm trying my, my hardest to make sure that my students on the online setting right now are, are finding routine and finding some kind of motivating factor to complete their tasks, complete their assignments. But I'm also a mother and I'm struggling trying to trying to balance the two of being a mother at home and a teacher at the same time when everything is just, it's in, it feels like it's in disarray for myself. I can only imagine what it feels like for the students. That's a really good point. Um, if you really think about it, education conditions students to be consumers, not creators. And for so long, that's been the model of education until Common Core really came in to play this idea where we want students to create. And so to break that mold, we have to kind of reteach or recondition ourselves. And that's really tough when you are a high school student by yourself, or I'm sure it's tough for your kids. You're trying to teach them new ways of learning or really sitting down and finding that motivation to stress the importance of the tasks at hand. And we also have to remember that we need to find self-compassion in this whole thing. Like you said, this is new for everyone and we can't beat ourselves up when something's not working. There's really no cookie cutter response. There's no cookie cutter answer. It's really how you define your happiness and you define your balance to have that, I don't know, maybe that yin, that yang, the opposites, the, the night and the day so that you're constantly just kind of not way up or way down, but you're just in that really safe, comfortable zone of getting through. So for me, what I've been stressing to my students on the, in the online setting is to complete their tasks. So I tend to upload all of their assignments either over the weekend or on Monday. And then I give them a routine every single week. By Wednesday, they're gonna complete these two tasks. 
by Friday, the next few tasks. And I give them a few days because I know the days are really hard sometimes to get up and motivate. And sometimes you just don't want to do it, especially at certain hours when you're taking care of your siblings, you have to do other chores, or maybe you just feel in a little anxious with everything going on. But I've seen that if I keep up this routine, the students are more prone to actually complete the work. And they're reaching out to me right now, especially since it's Teacher Appreciation Week. They're starting to reach out to me and say, thank you. Thank you for helping my, me find balance. Thank you for making this transition easy. And I know that this is all now coming to fruition by, by establishing routine. Yeah, I think that this is a major thing that we need to look at. I think one of the takeaways that I would suggest is this idea of really looking at your choices in your day-to-day -day and seeing if you are experiencing choice overload. So throughout our day, we have to make all these choices, and it's a lot. It's It can fatigue us if we have too many choices. We're putting too much energy from something silly like choosing what we're having for breakfast, waffles, or pancakes, but then those serious decisions that we have to make, like am I going to help my younger brother and sister with their homework, or am I going to do my statistics homework? And so I think that we need to be aware, be cognitive of the choices that we make, and make sure that we're also making choices that make us happy. And this idea of balance is just that finding this unique way of having social interactions even if they're digital or doing something you like like going on a walk or playing with your pet but also making harder choices like hunkering down and getting that schoolwork done well Jessica I think you brought up another really important point of the lack of social interactions and that I know that has a lot to do with mental health, which I guess maybe if anything, that's a silver lining in all of this, is that we're starting to really focus and address mental health uh, for adolescents, for teenagers, for adults, for everybody, and finding, finding balance because we don't have those social interactions. So how do you still stay engaged and how do you still feel connected? Because that's really a large part of the brick and mortar school system, right? The traditional brick and mortar mm -hmm. is having that, that intimate, you know, environment to to nurture all of these ideas and to become compassionate individuals and we're, we're lacking that so we have to create it right now and it is unnerving it's mm -hmm. scary but it's also something wonderful if we um, really kind of use our intrinsic motivating you know just knowing that we can connect to people and find ways to to share and, and getting through this together yeah and i think that's the the question of the century right now or at least for 2020 is how how do we make this work because it was kind of just thrown upon us and as educators I mean we're going through the ringer trying to figure out what's best for our students what's best for ourselves finding this mental health balance like you suggested and it, it goes it spans across the decades I know that um, younger kids are experiencing this but also older generations are also experiencing this this how how do we do this and um, I guess it's important to realize that we're all we're all trying to figure it out it's not just one specific person or type of person. Right. And so again, it goes back to our original question is how do we find balance and what kind of routines can we create? So for me, remember we said earlier that there is, there's no cookie cutter. It's really what works for you and your family. And we know that it's not surprising when that we know that routines protect and help children feel safe. Just let me say that again. The routines protect and help children feel safe. And that's not something that we've learned from studies and reading. It's something that we've learned through experience, especially as educators. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes we also forget that we assume students know how to do this. We assume that our athletes and that our children know how to do this, but they don't. I mean, 
as educators, I, I feel that maybe we have more experience because we have that classroom environment. Um, I don't know if parents all have the tools to do this too. So it's just something that we constantly need to address and constantly need to explore. If maybe you want to start your day. You give them, let them sleep in a little bit, maybe nine-ish, right? You start, start the day with their workout to get all of their energy out, to get motivated for the day. You come back, you do some reading. So for my children and myself, we definitely have routine, a pattern. And we know what to expect. And going back to that original statement that routines protect and help children feel safe because they know what to expect. Yeah, I really like that. I mean, as humans, our species, we crave structure. As much as you fight it, we do crave structure. Just that uncertainty that things bring up for us, we don't like that as humans, and especially for younger kids. So if we can establish that routine, it does kind of instill this atmosphere of safety. So I really like how, how you put that. And as far as other aspects of this, I know we already talked about the idea of social interaction and finding pieces of happiness for you, but I also believe that we need to set goals for ourselves, and that could be part of our routine. And it could be silly goals or meaningful goals, such as, like you said, you and your family, that you guys have a routine of working out every morning. Well, one of the goals might be that you do that, that you do work out in the morning. And being okay that sometimes your goals just aren't met that day. And, and you know, being able to go, it was, it's okay that I didn't do it. And don't have to be hard on yourself because every day is different. Yeah, that element of self-compassion, just realizing um, in psychology we have this rubber band theory that we talk about. And it's this idea that everyone stretches to, at a different rate. And what that means is that we all experience learning and change differently. So some of us are able to tackle a major change such as this digital learning, teleworking, new age environment that we're in. Some of us can adapt really fast. Our rubber band is bigger. We can stretch. We can just make it happen. Others of us have a smaller capacity of stretching and it's going to take us longer. And it's important that we don't overstretch ourselves and really exhaust ourselves and kind of make ourselves less motivated. Right. And finding balance through a routine doesn't mean, like you said, having to overload your day and having to feel like you're not ever satiated and you have to learn all of these new musical instruments and read all of these books. It's just really up to you and what benefits you and makes you feel happy as you define your own happiness. So some examples would be maybe start your day with uh, meditation and reading, start your day with yoga, start your day with a quick walk, start your day with a podcast and followed by a quick snack, just kind of having some sense of order and balance just to make yourself um, feel like you're goal oriented and goal driven and in knowing that it's okay if you don't fulfill all of those goals throughout the day. Right. And there is evidence in research, new research about all of this stuff. I know Tony and I have researched this as we are coming to this, making this podcast come together, but there is evidence that routine is something that we need to focus on, especially as we learn to adapt to this new environment. There's terms, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of Zoom bombing, but maybe not Zoom fatigue. This idea that we are just overworking ourselves, trying to, to figure everything out and motivate ourselves. So I think we need to approach it like an athlete does, right? You have, um, you have to discipline yourself and, and eat the right foods and consider what worked, what didn't work and fuel your body with a positive energy and, and positive healthy lifestyle and with positive people around you to, in, in order to ensure that sense of balance and happiness to get you through these days, these really kind of uncertain times, which may be 
the new norm. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely the new norm, but it's not un, unattainable, right? Just small steps, progress, not perfection. So Tani, I guess as we wrap up, what are your main takeaways? Well, coming from a teacher point of view, especially students, I think we think that they're mature. I think we think that they know what to do. They certainly have the ideas and the drama and the argumentation to make it appear that way, but they're still learning as we're all still learning. They're still young and it's up to us as parents, as educators, as community members to provide them with the tools to succeed in the day knowing that we're all learning ourselves and to work together as a community to figure out how to really attack mental health and make sure that everybody is able to progress and and get through this. No, I I love that. Um, I think for me, again, from the psychology perspective, it's just being aware and having self-compassion for yourself as all of these things are are new for us and scary and scary and uncertain things are not always fun to have in your life. But if we have that notion of self-compassion as well as being aware of not overloading ourselves with too many choices or too many new tasks, I think that finding balance to your routine will become easier and we'll be able to accept it. All right. Thank you, Jessica. Yeah. All right. <laughs>